they are almost as annoying as Kentucky fans, but they're not. They're like Kentucky like. Really? Um, Surprising me. I think you, you know how Kentucky fans started chant when they saw that stupid "Go Big Blue" chant. Where did you get started? Yeah. We can talk about this song. Yeah. All right, let's let's drop in. Woo! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. On January thirty first, two thousand nineteen, our second podcast of the year. We are back after a one week vacation. One week work hard, one week play hard, right? Yep. That's what we do. Uh, we are the role players. I am Arthur Mosley. He is Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. We are a sports podcast. We're podcasts on sports. We specialize in college athletics. Yeah. I don't know if we call it specialized, but we talk. Focus most, on. We it. focus on it. Yeah, yeah. We focus, and we're focused to, tonight. Uh, I've, I'm. I'm going to just jump. Jump on it. Let's see if I can play this into the. Um. Yeah. Have you ever heard the most annoying sound in the world? Now I have. You have. Yeah. All right. Let me see if I can get this in in the. People are gonna think it's a bird. That. Wait. Wait. Did you think I went? To, no, if I told like a you tropical bird. Yeah. Wait. So so you would think, hey, where did I get that sound from? You would say nature. Nature. The zoo, maybe. Right? Yeah. I went down to the zoo on Tuesday evening. Maybe I had a night in the zoo, right? Mm-hmm. No, that's not what I did on Tuesday. What'd you do? I I, courtesy of my friend Greg Rosinski, I had. Uh, Phenomenal seats to McCamish Pavilion to watch the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Together we swarm. Take on as as redheaded Jenna would say. Take on you and cheat, not you and see you and cheat. Yeah, um, a fitting name. <laughs> and so um, we are sitting in these great seats, and all of a sudden, uh, midway through the game, we hear this sound. Bird in the rafters. Yeah, yeah. You thought you thought it was a bird in the rafters, right? It sounds exactly like it, a bird. That's what it's, it sounds. You know what it is? I can guess. What is it? That's a UNC basketball. A fan. Tar Heel. Yes. Now, n- not not that it matters, but it's a woman making that sound. It's just for the record, so everyone knows. Yeah, what, what do you think? Like your team scores a basket. What sound do you make when you? I, I yell. Or yeah. I say yeah. Or yeah. I just you know. This pump. I'm not yeah. a loud, loud person. So you're not. So you would never. I'm more focused yeah. than I am. You would never do this. Yeah. The list of sounds that I would like that would come out of my mouth for anything that whatever that was is nowhere near coming at, like the top of the list. Like I would never. Th- I would use that if I was trying. Maybe if I was hunting and I was trying to get like attract some sort of bird of, like, some sort of fowl if I was trying, like, a mating call. <laughs> Even then, I'd feel like a total clown doing it. <laughs> no, that's not a, that's not a human sound. That's well, certainly not I had the a video, sound that, that I had the would, video evidence to prove that a human... A, like, if you're a player, and you're out there playing, and that happens after you play, right? Like, what are you... <laughs> what is this, Jumanji? I mean, it's a basketball game. Hmm. Maybe if you're, like... Maybe if you're your mascot, maybe if you were like the fighting turkeys, you know, fighting parrots, or like cockatiels, pheasants. <laughs> I don't know. Not for a tar heel, not for a goat. Oh my gosh! So all but that's not surprising. All night long for two for two hours, we we had that in our ear, and at first, 
at first you think, oh, it's it's not, and it wasn't that. There were some other vocal gyrations coming out of this woman's mouth. I guess that's the best way we can put that. Um, but yeah, you know, the first five, I was kind of thinking in my head, gosh, that's an that's a freaking annoying sound. Yeah. And then finally, I looked at my buddy Don Don Deaton, Double D, and uh, I was like, dude, did you hear that? And he just starts laughing, and then he starts recording the. Entire the entire event, which is why we have this audio. And thank God you did, because if you had just told me about a fan making you a burnout, never, I have, never would have figured that I out. Never would have. There's no way you can figure that. that out. No, that's that's Tar Heels for you. They're a strange bunch. So I, I want to talk about Tar Heels. I, I told you, you know, now I've had the displeasure or pleasure of watching um, a couple of Blue Bloods, Kentucky mm-hmm. and uh, North Carolina. And I think the Kentucky fans are a little more organized than North Carolina fans, which kind of shocks me. Yeah. Yeah, because um, when uh, Kentucky gets into, I've only seen them in Stegman, right? And probably, I don't know, two or three times a night, they start their stupid Go Big, big Blue chant. Yeah. And it's very orchestrated. Yeah. It's almost like they get a text from, it's like a, what is that, flash mob? It's almost like a flash yeah. mob. They just get a text and they start chanting Go Big Blue. UNC has this chant, I guess you can call it a chant. Maybe they do it in in uh, the Dean Dome, but they say Tar Heels, and it's so unorganized, mm-hmm. very unorganized, very. Uh, it's it's like the JV level in, okay. in the Kentucky fans, and that's what makes me think Kentucky's worse because they're so orchestrated and they're so. We're better than you. Yeah, and UNC they kind of get that, but I, I almost feel like their their fans aren't as Blue-blooded as Kentucky's fans. Okay. Yeah. I would be willing to guess also that a larger percentage of the UNC fans went to UNC. There's a lot of sidewalk Kentucky Wildcat fans. I, There's I, a lot of UNC ones, too. I was about to say, I would I would be but willing to bet. I think in this area, there's more Kentucky sidewalk fans than North Carolina, mm-hmm. personally. So maybe these are the people that sell wax candles at their tailgate and yeah. so they wouldn't necessarily yeah. be inclined to cheer except except for the fans they're too high high class except for that. except for the fans that that do that right that's we, we've got to sync that up to like a video of some kind of weird bird and i guarantee you it would look you know, it would money in the bank yeah, right absolutely man little does she know and, and, and this is what our, our ride home consisted of. It was like, I mean, she she constituted this conversation about this woman behind us, constituted most of the ride home. And, and my buddy Greg was like, it's like, I mean, if you're on a date with her, like, and, and she does that, do you just say, hey, I'm getting an Uber? Or, hey, I'm paying for you an Uber and this is over? I mean. I can think a lot of, of a lot of times where that might catch me off <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Just uh, this is a kid show, so we're gonna keep it G we're gonna keep it G rated, okay? Um, oh, that's a strange sound. <laughs> strange. strange bird, right? That is a very strange bird. I'm not nervous, but strange. strange. Yeah. I mean I just I, could, I mean, could you imagine being could you imagine being at a sporting event with your wife? And her making a sound like that. I mean, I would, I would get up to get water, and I would find an empty seat somewhere. Like, you know? <laughs> Say, honey, I'm gonna go get a drink. 
But I mean, this is not the first time that this can't be the first time she's ever been at a this woman's no. ever been at a basketball game. I mean, imagine the first time her significant, significant other, other right? heard that. I mean, with if you're with the girl and that comes out, like what do you? It's over. Right. It's almost as, it's probably that's worse than having bad breath. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> she can control that, right? Oh man. So anyhow, that was that was part. That was the first part uh, that they caught me off guard. The second one, probably not as not as entertaining because I don't have a sound clip. I'm gonna have to do an impersonation. And, and so I was explaining to you earlier. This is my typical. This is my problem with with stereotyping people. <laughs> So we're sitting next to, I guess, a pretty clean-cut North Carolina fan. Looks like a kid could have graduated from North Carolina. Okay, okay. so he's he's a legit-looking fella, and um, suburban-looking, so very suburban-looking, white bread. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, um, and uh, and he's talking to his buddy, and uh, North Carolina gets the rebound. He's like, "Yo, let's go! We out! We out! We running! We out!" And I'm like, I'm like. Oh. First of all, who is this we stuff? We out. We out. I mean, I just, I, I guess, I guess that maybe he's embracing, maybe that's a millennial language that I'm not embraced. Maybe he just, maybe he thinks, I don't know, maybe it's a sports thing. Like maybe it's just, he's imagining himself on the run with them. Okay. On the fast break. He's, he, yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't tell you about that. So it was only at certain times? Yeah. You know, we got the rebound, outlet pass. Like, Let's run the break. We out. We out. And it's like, eh, it's not there, buddy. <laughs> and when he was having normal conversations, he, he, he would use, like, full sentences? I, I think he would, yeah. I, I, you know, I was trying not to be... In the clips, you saw me with my head, my head on my hand. Mm-hmm. Because I was listening to this, this guy. So you had and, Buddy next to you. Yeah. And then you had... The girl behind you. Yeah. So you had, you had UNC experience. I did, I did. I, I'm gonna tell you, McCamish, great place to watch a basketball game. They did, they did it right in there. Um, now they just need to get a better product. Well, yeah, I mean, how many years he had? Four. This is his third or fourth year. It's four. I mean, I mean, have you seen? Uh, Improvement or development in any of their players that have come through, or like a vast talent upgrade. Mm-hmm. Have we seen anything that makes you think he's moving upward? They bought in Jordan Usher. All right, <laughs> but he can't play until the end of December. Or the I've been very underwhelmed by Josh Pastner. His first year, he had a good second half of the season. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, maybe this guy's getting, maybe he's going to work out. But then the last couple of years, they. I mean, they've lost four in a row to Georgia Art. That shouldn't happen if you're Georgia Tech in basketball. That should not happen. Whoa, whoa. Did you say they lost four in a row to Georgia? Yeah. Our seniors haven't lost to them. Wow. That's pretty pathetic. That's what I'm saying. I didn't that realize that. happened like three times ever before in Georgia's history. Wow. That you can't do that. That's like Tech beating us in football four <laughs> years in a row. If they beat us four years in a row. The coach wouldn't be around. Right. Well, he wouldn't be around after three, I don't think. Mm. Can't do that. You cannot do that. Saying. So that was kind of my, that was my UNC experience. I just wanted to share that with with the folks that that listen. I saw a picture real quick. Yeah. While we're talking about uh, Georgia Tech, I saw a co- picture of the new coach. I call him Coach Tippy Toes now because several pictures where he stands on his tiptoes. 
but it's him and I don't know if they're players or coaches or what, but they're all in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. They're tech. And uh, the guy in the middle is wearing a golden crown, and the guy to his right is holding up a big sword. And they're all like, ah. I was like, wait, that's the most tech thing in the world. They may be in like medieval wear, like clothing and holding up a sword in the field in the middle of winter. What the? What even does that? Maybe if your mascot had a sword. What's, what's that, Game of Thrones, Winter is Coming? Yeah, maybe if you were like the Golden Knights, you could do that. But that's not, that's so tacky. He, he reminds me of Butch Jones. Are you saying a little too gimmicky with his? That's what I'm uh, saying. So I, I, I will say this: there's no such thing as bad press, right? There is. I don't. You know. can say that there is. I don't know. Okay, you think Jerry Sandusky would would say that there's no such thing as bad press? If you're the head coach of Georgia Tech and you're trying to get your program notarized, I would say. As long as you're not doing anything illegal. Okay. <laughs> There's no such right. thing as bad press. Because I've seen some bad press <laughs> that people don't come back from. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're... Okay. I mean, kudos to him. He's trying to do everything he can. He's wearing a hat that just says ATL on it. It's not a tech hat, but uh, whatever. You're in Atlanta. And he's trying his best to rejuvenate the program that fans... Seem to just not care anymore, mm-hmm. and they had Paul Jett. So he's, I mean, he's doing what he's got to do. It's just you can tell when people are authentic versus when you're trying to stir up. Oh, so you and create. So you think enthusiasm. He's, he's trying to manufacture some enthusiasm. I think it's some some fake juice. Fake. But it's I understand it. Well, let's just see. Hopefully, he doesn't go over the top like Butch. I'm just saying there's a Butch vibe to him. Mm. Way too early to tell. He's been there like a month. Right. But that's all I'm saying. Is is he? As a as a Georgia fan, I mean, do you do you care or do you would you rather see Tech go zero and eleven, zero and twelve? I'd rather see him go in twelve, but I'm not worried about Tech, you know, at all. I mean, honestly, the only I think the people that would hurt the most from Tech becoming better and recruiting better in state would be like South Carolina, Tennessee, Auburn, the schools that come in and kind of get the leftovers. Can we talk about? South Carolina, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I had breakfast with a uh, South Carolina grad this morning. Okay. He's uh, an attorney that we work with. And uh, uh, by the way, Silver Skillet on 14th Street in Midtown, great place to grab. For real? It's, it's legit. Been there since 1957. Heard about it. Yeah, it's legit. Never been there. Legit. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's legit enough to go to drive 50 minutes to. To Atlanta, but if you happen to be in Midtown, I I, I say check it out. We're, I was talking to to my buddy, and, and he said, "Yeah, we're South Carolina. We're the only school can make take a five star player and turn him into a two star. <laughs> the first realistic Gamecock yeah. fan in a long time. I just I thought about you. I wanted to say something. I was like, Nah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna let that die. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bury that in the back of my head when I'm talking about it." Most of them, yeah, that, that, that's, that's definitely a, a different point of view than most of their fans because most of them, when they get their three stars, which they, is what they get the most of, um, what they factor into what's called the must-champ eval factor. Okay, so he's A must-champ a- eval. So a must-champ eval three-star, actually a four-star. Oh. Must-champ eval four-star, it's a five-star. So he's good in the, finding the diamonds in the rough. The oh, guys four, with the right. high ceiling. Right, and remember... The some of their fan base floated the idea last year, or some sometime recently, that 
what Kirby was doing, because Kirby, remember, Kirby knows that Muschamp's a better evaluator of talent than he is. Of course. So when Muschamp would offer players, he said Georgia comes in right behind and offers them. Because sure. he, yeah. So he lets Muschamp find the players. Do all the work. Yeah. Very smart of Kirby. Yes. It is very if, smart. If that were the case, very smart Very of Kirby. smart to let him sniff out all the good players and come in and offer them. I mean, why work hard when you can work smart? Yeah. Hence his name, Kirby Smart, right? I'm telling you. So they, that's uh, why Muschamp's had so much success the last few years. As, as a matter of fact, <laughs> it, it was so bad today at breakfast that, that he said, me and some of my South Carolina friends, we, we're going to have a draft. We're going to draft a team next year that doesn't play South Carolina that we can root for because it's so, oh. <laughs> it's so depressing watching us crash and burn. He's like, so right now we're, we're considering Wofford. <laughs> the Terriers? The Citadel. Uh, I think Texas came up, Oklahoma came up, so Oklahoma would be fun. Yeah, it'll be a fun little team. You got Jalen Hurts out there, but uh, Lincoln Riley was in Athens uh, yesterday, the day before. In Athens, he brought Vandegrift. Ah, the quarterback from yeah. Prince Avenue Christian. Yeah, know a little bit about him. He'll be a junior this year. If I'm not mistaken. You know, uh, Carsville's coach is on the move. Joey King. Joey King, where's he headed? He's I did not know that. An huh? unnamed. He's he's taking a college job somewhere. I don't know if it's a head or or assistant position or what, but he gone. That makes that Cartersville job interesting. Maybe the regime of the uh, Purple Hurricanes is over. <clears throat> Give a chance for Troop County to step in and. Uh, anyway, shall see. A lot of coaching changes a, this year. It's a long, school. long way, long way away of high school football. Um, signing day, signing day is coming up next Wednesday, right? Yeah. It's not what it used to be when well, every the early signing 80% day. of people sign early. Yeah, there's still some intrigue out there. There'll still be some excitement, but... Can I give a shout-out to two, two guys who used to play basketball for me who signed to play yeah. college football at Reinhardt? Yeah. Punter Tyler Price and defensive back DJ King. Okay. Uh, so excited for those guys to go play. And, and also, uh, Emmanuel Jenkins, also uh, cornerback uh, at Sequoia. Tell me, about, Appalachian State. tell me what you know about David Daniel at Woodstock. Man, I just know he moved up from South Florida last year, and now he is like a beast. Like, everybody is offering David yeah. Daniel. I've uh, heard his name quite a bit. He is a, he'll be a junior this year, which mm-hmm. is nuts. I, I don't recall seeing a ton of him. I think he showed up in a couple of my previews after. I think he had a couple games, a couple picks, but... Uh, but he's gonna be. He just burst on the scene. He's, he's gonna be he is, in your notes and your no, previews. He, he better believe, man. I think it, this guy, the the way things are shaping up this year, um, there's a lot of Creekview had a lot of losses. Sequoia had a lot of losses in terms of players and talent. Not to say they don't have anything coming back, but um, the senior leadership is hard to replace. I think David Daniel has a chance to be the defensive. Player of the Year in Cherokee County and and perhaps beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, dude, if you if if there's any area of the country that I want a defensive back from, regardless, it's, yeah, it's South, South Florida. Florida. Absolutely, that's that's you take a South Florida cornerback any day of the week over right. a Georgia cornerback or a Texas or California, anything. Yeah, so the boys can move. So we, let's talk about football that's here. Here. Football that's still to come in the immediate immediate future. Can we? I did not. I, I told you I was going to do something. I didn't do it. So I have to admit I failed you. Last week I started listening to clips, trying to find that clip. Yeah. 
and I completely fell asleep. <laughs> what is that? Don't say that. I, I listened to us and I fell asleep. Oh, I was, t- I was, you had to, I was extremely tired. I had gotten up early and it, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It's hard to find. It was hard to find. But you found it. Of course I found it. Because I had to pat myself <laughs> on the back. Of course I found it. Took two episodes. So it was week, it was, what, what week was it? It was like the third week of college football. Was that? Yeah, it was the 13th, September 13th. Okay. So there had been one NFL game play. But we went ahead and said, you know what, it doesn't matter. We're going to pick right. one. And you, and who, do you remember who I picked? Because I didn't yeah. get it. All right. You picked Rogers. Oh. Rogers and Brady. So I had, I, had, I was betting 50%. That was a. Yeah, you got one out too. I mean, it was a safe pick. Yeah. Nothing trendy about that. He had just, he had just come back from injury the week before. Remember he had. Yeah. Shredded his leg up or tore his leg up, and he howled back out there, and he, and he won the game. So, you had something fresh. <laughs> that was a good pick. No, nah, but you. I got it. I nailed it. This you, doesn't happen often. It's very rare. It's that, happened once before. And it took a freak no call that you then. I don't know about all that. I mean, I just... It's a no call. End results are all that matters. <laughs> it's a no call. Had, had that happened when we last met? It hadn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Let's talk about that. Let's okay. talk about Saints fans. There's so, uh, there's a billboard in Metro Atlanta. There's several. And I can see it every day on a MARTA train come, crossing over 85 headed into the tunnel to Art Center Station where it says NFL Blew It, B-L-E-A-U-X or something like that. Blew yeah. it. Or... <sighs> but you know what? That, that makes... Every Atlanta Falcons fan, when they pass that, smile. Oh, they got to be loving it. I know. What? You're putting up a billboard that's making them happy. Right? Ha ha, you're not here, Saints. Do you feel bad for the Saints? I'm a Jaguars fan. I don't feel bad for anybody. Okay, that's what I'm saying. That's. I'm not even... I, I've never I, hated I the feel Saints, like I, but I, man, I enjoy I seeing of, Peyton Wine. I feel like I got cheated. What? Because it was an obvious penalty. I, and I'm, okay. a, I'm not an anti-referee guy, but... I am. Re- referees are very suspect. Like, um, they are. And those four are from suspect. Southern California. Hmm. A little conspiracy. Okay, when you get upset over a... Have you ever gotten upset enough over a play? Like, Miami Hurricanes, Ohio State, Buckeyes. The pass interference call that won that game for Ohio State. Would you ever get mad enough that you would decide to take them to court and sue isn't that the lamest thing you've ever heard? The Saints fans suing the NFL? That's extremely lame. Come on, man. I mean, how much... I This is... I, I thought you were going to ask me if, if I was on the sideline as a coach and saw a bad call, would I go and sue somebody? I mean, I, I guess you... No, two would. fans did. Dad. Two Saints fans. What are they going to... What are they suing for? Emotional distress? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, they just need to go see a counselor. Yeah, that's true. Do something, but you don't try to sue for for officiating. It, and I also like that it gives refs a black eye and more scrutiny. <laughs> and I don't like the fact that, I mean, I don't know, I'm not saying you should be able to review a judgment call, but something you should, I don't know. Here's the, here's the problem I have. All right, it, they don't call a penalty, but then the NFL comes back and finds a guy $26,000 for helmet-to-helmet contact, which was blatant, yeah. in my opinion. yeah. If you miss it, should it just stand? Like, should you be able to go back and review every play and look for a helmet? No. It's a little bit. And the game would take like four hours. 
It's anything that makes Roger Goodell uncomfortable though makes me happy. He's so smug. He's the worst. He is so smug. He is the worst. He's like, oh well, well they're humans and we all make mistakes. Hey, you know what? How about man? This, these guys blew it. They made a mistake, but we can't go back and replay it. Yeah. If you just say that, what do the Saints fans say then? Yeah. He is. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen one person commissioner ever do more to destroy the league that they're in charge of in any sport. Granted, that I'm limited to the last 30-something years, but that dude, the reputation of the NFL and the feeling from players it, since he took over in, what, 06, is, uh, it just gets worse every year. The king, he's just... No I, one likes him, but the owners. That's the only that's, people that like him. Those are the people that pay his salary. It's the only people that matter, except for Jared. Jared doesn't he can, like him. He can, he can say whatever he wants. Uh, and, and actually, Robert Kraft could probably say whatever he wants to. But. That's true. That's true. Robert did, did have some words for him back in the Deflate game. Yeah. You know so, who else could say whatever they want is probably Shah Khan, the Jacksonville Jaguar true. owner. He's, he's starting got, his own professional wrestling group. Is he really? Yeah. I'm, how did I miss that? I'm all for that. Super Bowl, how do you see it going? Oh, my gosh. I see I see the Rams getting up 28-7. to 7. And then Brady comes storming back. So the Patriots are favored by two and a half. Over under 56. That seems a bit low to me. It does seem very low, but it's a Super Bowl. It's a lot of hype. So 56, that would be 27 to... It's 27, 29. 20, 28, 28. No. But, okay. So 20 30, and a half to 28, because it's 56.5. Right, right. It's a push. Um, <laughs> Do you see any situation? And like, I can't. I, part of my prediction was that the Rams win, so I could still be wrong. But how do you pick against the Patriots? I know they lost last year. How do you pick against them? That would be very hard for me. Especially with Jared Goff. Because golf the second half of the year has been very average. Gurley's banged up. And they have the world's heaviest running back that's been playing well. Just another fat kid. But dude, Belichick's going to shut down. I think he's going to pretty much neutralize Gurley in some way. And then golf's going to be throwing to Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods and Tyler Higby. So you don't think that the pride of Marist High School, Sean McVay, can... Scheme against the evil could, genius. But I don't think it will be executed because their offensive line too is not anything special. Their uh, defense is playing better, and their defensive line is nasty. You don't think Aaron Donald will be in Tom Brady's face all day? Maybe for a quarter or a half, and then they'll adjust, and Brady will get it out, start throwing little darts, and neutralize them. Because that's what Belichick and Brady do: is they neutralize you, like whatever it is you do. They neutralize historically. Yes, historically they neutralize for the most part, or they just overcome. Like even if they can't, like they they just overcome. I don't like it, but such is life. So score prediction. Uh, I, I I said the Rams get up early, big early. Brady fights back, and then we get thirty-one to twenty-eight in overtime. Thirty-one twenty-eight. See, I, that's what my number for the Pats too is thirty-one. But, man, I'm feeling like 
31 to 27. Or 24. 31 27. Okay. So our points differ by one point. Oh, yeah. That's what <coughs> I mean, I've been dead wrong on all of my predictions this season. I mean, I, that's all right. At some point, that'll change. You've gotten some right. You're just, your proclivity for boldness sometimes hurts your overall record. That's true. But to me, it's noble, and I think it's worth <laughs> the effort. <laughs> yeah. You could be like Dick Vitale and just pick chalk every time and be boring, but no. Because the feeling when you make a bold prediction and it becomes reality is so much better. I could especially pick 10 games right, but if I pick one upset right... Especially when everybody else is picking against and you're like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I do know what I'm talking yeah. about. Just like I'm picking Sequoia to beat Alatuna tomorrow in basketball. Is Alex going to have a good roster? Oh, they're bigger than us. So you're faster than them, bro. We are. There you go. What else has happened? Uh, I tell you, college basketball is starting to kick in the gear. And let me tell you, um, I had a chance to watch Kentucky play on, uh, uh, in was it Reed Travis? Is that the kid's name? They have a Travis. Something? They have a something Travis and they have a Travis Hero. All right. The something Travis guy. Okay. Guys, he looks like a brick house, man. I'm not sure if he makes a good basketball player or make a better WWE player. Or a wrestler. What was your Rass- overall thought on them? Wrestler. Yeah. My early thought on Kentucky? Your overall thoughts on them. Uh, if you had to rank them in the last 10 Kentucky teams. This team? Yeah. Yeah, number 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Like. I mean, they're talented. They're talented. They'll be around, but I don't think... I heard someone say there there'll be a serious there'll be a national title contender. No. I just disagree with that. I one hundred percent disagree with that. No, they, their last few years just haven't been what they used to be. And I, I feel like North Carolina is the same way. Uh-huh. I, don't I can think. see that. Um, I, I did get a chance to see the Perry Ellis twelfth year senior player of the year, mm-hmm. Luke May. Yeah, uh, I loved seeing him shoot bricks and turn the ball over. He I mean, he's never impressed me. He hasn't. <laughs> What is he's he's nothing. He's nothing special. What does he do well, like exceptionally uh, well? He rebounds well. Okay, cool. But you should if you're six nine, right? You yeah, think you should rebound yeah. well. They just I don't I don't see the elite players on either one of those teams. Hagen's good, but he's not. He's nothing. He's not going to carry them to a Final Four. Elite defensive player. Yeah, I just can't see. How about Tennessee? Man, Grant Williams. Those and boys can play. Grant Williams is like the throwback post player from, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever era. He's not overly tall, but dude is, you talk about a brick wall. Solid. It's a big dude. Finishes, and he makes free throws. What, he was 23 for 23 at the line against, was it West Something Virginia? Something like that, yeah. Just absolutely And nuts. he's sneaky. Yes. He gets those fouls because he is a... Crafty little man. Very crafty. And, of course, my favorite name this season, the Admiral. Admiral, Admiral. Schofield, who I did confirm his brother is General Schofield. Yes. And they also they have an older brother, O'Brien Schofield, who played for the Seattle Seahawks. Really? Yes. So they got some talent in the family. Yeah, it's not an accident. He's playing basketball in <laughs> Tennessee. They, that's funny, because Rick Barnes at Texas would have good teams, and he would get a lot of talent, but then he would get into the tournament and fizzle. Mm-hmm. And they ran him out of town and brought in Shaka. 
which really hasn't worked out. Is that surprising to you? No, because I don't think I just I just don't think of Texas as you know mega basketball program. I think was it Tom Penders was there for a long time and and kind of he had the curly hair mullet. I don't know if you remember him. Mm-mm. I have to get get a picture of him, but. Um, but Shaka Smart, did you not think when he, with what he did at VCU, and I know a lot of coaches have had some, several coaches have had success at VCU and it hasn't necessarily translated, but he, I thought he'd bring the havoc down there and, and get more talent, but that's not the style they play anymore. No. And he doesn't. Th- their talent is not, I mean, Georgia just beat him at home. Georgia's a 500 team. And then Texas turned around and beats Kansas. So like you're like, but man, I thought they would be better than they are. Oh. And I'd like him too. I like. I was a fan of Shaka, and I, yeah. I don't have. I don't think anybody can say, "Well, we don't like this guy." He's a, he seems like a yeah. very likable guy. Do you see the clip of McConaughey and the Texas players on the bench? No. Oh, all right. All right. You all you right, talking about what right. you want, man? I'm all pulling right, this up. All right, all this right. is the most boss move I have ever seen. A a non coach made. Okay. So we're going. We're going to the official Matthew McConaughey. Is it video or, or a photograph? It is a video. How do we get off on Texas basketball? It just I don't, strange things. Oh my gosh, we're we're off the rails here. And, and can we talk about how bad the Pac-12 is or 16 or whatever they are now? Just a god awful basketball conference. Okay, are we ready? Just hit play. First off, okay, suit. so he's in a he's in a Texas blazer, and he looks like he's mean. He looks like he's. Uh, oh, I did see the this. players, Jeez. and then he just walks off. Dude, when you got when you're telling the players to get up, and they <laughs> he's the coach. <laughs> he's the, or the hype man. It's so he got McConaughey kind of walking over in his Gene Hackman suit. Yeah, and he just from Italy. He just raises his his kind of left kinda hand, casually says, says "Rise up, guys! Stand up, boys. cheer!" And then he turns around and kind of puts his hands in his waist and kind of walks away, just like, saunters yes, back to his seat. Yes, like my job here is done. Yeah. You know, I, he's a, he's. I like him as an actor, but those Buick commercials are kind of strange. strange. The one with the pool table. He, he goes, "Never seen that before," and then he gets in the car. And he's like, ah. It's like the weirdest, like, decap, like, script it. McConaughey's telling jokes at a party. McConaughey sees a pool table, walks over, hits a trick shot, says, hmm. Goes and walks to his Buick, sits. Hmm. I have. And scene. Yes, that's it. That's it. Oh, I love him, though, man. He's Every awesome. single one of them he's, I like. He's, I mean, it doesn't make me want to go out and buy a Buick, but it makes me want to watch a commercial, I, I guess. That's my guy. Even though he's on the sidelines of the Sugar Bowl and a lot of Georgia things, like, hey, F. McConaughey, man, F. McConaughey. Like, dude, dude this shows is, up all the time. Right? That's his gig. That's he his was game. there for the Vince Young game against USC. He, hey, much respect to McConaughey. So, um, what else we got? Hey, here's, here's something. This, this rubbed me the wrong way. This is not <laughs> college basketball, but it's pro basketball. Uh-oh. So Anthony Davis requests a trade from the Pelicans. <laughs> what does the NBA do? They pull an ad, don't they? Or they, this is maybe a Pelicans thing. I thought I saw something that says the Pelicans pulled a promo ad showing Anthony Davis at the game because they didn't want to 
I don't know if they did. Okay, the so NBA what, swoops in and finds him fifty thousand dollars for for requesting a trade, for talking to his own front office and saying he wants to be traded. The NBA finds him. Why fifty thousand is nothing to him, but exactly. Why would you find a player for? Yeah. Why would you find a player for wanting a trade? That happens all the time in the NFL. They don't get fined. Major League Baseball, it happens. They don't get fined. Why is the NBA fining players for vocal being vocal about where they want to go? Is there's no tampering? Is there? There was maybe, but that's not what the fine was for. They did warn LeBron about tampering for for publicly saying he'd like to have him. I mean, oh my gosh. That's just that's that's a very questionable move to me. You don't find a player for saying he wants to go somewhere else. I don't know. Freedom, man. Freedom. <laughs> so. Anyways. What's next on the talk? I mean, I I, we're running out. I think we're running out of running out of ammo here. Um uh I did see where Kelly Bryant's school is in trouble. It is. Did you see the statement, speaking of UNG, did you see the statement from the NCAA? No. Because this is essentially, this happened in North Carolina. Okay. Remember a tutor writing papers for players? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the NCAA randomly, out of nowhere, in their statement, brought up UNC. And they decided to make, they made a statement that said, while a similar situation occurred with the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, um, UNC was adamant that the... Classes were, you know, the whatever, was legitimate, and it, they basically said there was no wrongdoing. Whereas, Missouri acknowledged that there was, you know, improprieties or whatever. Basically, they just came out and said, out of their way to say, well, UNC denied it, but Missouri acknowledged it, and so we punished them. Like, they just went out of their so way to no, inject UNC. No, no good deed goes unpunished, huh? So the, that should be the, the opposite. The, the, the rule here is, if you tell the truth... Then we're going to punish you. Yeah. But if you lie, we're going to let you off. Right. It should be the other way. You should be get a lenient punishment for being honest. And when you lie and cover up like UNC did, I almost said Auburn because they're very similar. <laughs> when you lie and cover it up, you should get hit twice as hard. It's, yeah. Poor Kelly. They're releasing, at least they're releasing people from, I think, well, seniors from their... Uh, yeah, they were allowing them to transfer, but I heard he's going to stay. As well, I, I mean, what does it matter if they don't go to the bowl? I don't think he was expecting to be a national champion. No, no. Oh my gosh! I, you know, I, I almost feel like we're we're out of material for for one day. Feels like it. Feels um, like we're kind of just we could you just go back and loop the bird for sixteen minutes to meet our one hour we're, average. We're not gonna do that. Nah. We're not gonna punish our our nah. our listeners with with that. Um, that might be the most, once again, the most annoying sound ever. Not just at a basketball game or a sporting event, but like ever. Ever. I could I could get on board with that. I mean. And you had to suffer for it through oh it. Oh my gosh, for two hours, this, yeah. this woman. One of the few things that would make, well first to me, watching North Carolina and Georgia Tech is just, that's as bad as it gets. <laughs> because I can't, that's just two teams that I can't pull for in any way. Like I can't even pull for one of them to lose because then the other would win. But having to watch it with that sound coming from right behind me in my ear, oh man, that's it's, it's that's punishment. It's very yeah, very offensive. That's that's a good way to put that. Very offensive. Uh, do you have a final four pick? 
early? Do you have a, a final four? Okay, Duke. Duke. After that, I'm gonna say Duke, Michigan. Villanova and F at Texas Tech. Texas Tech is real. They're real. Going with the Red Raiders, huh? I'd like to pick Tennessee, but they're number one, and I do not feel like picking the number one and number two teams, both. Yeah. I, I, I can strongly, I feel very strongly that Virginia will not be in there. Hmm. No. How about you? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to Duke Gonzaga. Um, hard. It is very hard. Duke Gonzaga, Michigan. Mm-hmm. You gotta pick one outside the ten, top ten. You don't have to, but it's probably wise. More if you it's did. Not, yeah, it's maybe number twenty-five. What well, number twenty five? Right? What do you think not. about the Seminoles? Well coached, well coached. Not, um, you know what? I said Duke Gonzaga, Michigan. It's not going to be an all blue blood. I can't pick Kansas. Mm-mm. I just can't pick Kansas. How about Buffalo? Buffalo. There you go. The Bison. I'll take that. That's bold. That's bold. Not really. I mean, they're playing high level. Yeah, but... You think you're really overrated? It's the Mac. I mean, if Hurley couldn't get him there... You never know. I know. That's, you never I like know. it. It's not a top 10 team. It's not know. a blue blood. I can roll with that. Um, I, I, the, the, what, who, I guess we can do this when the... the I guess we probably won't have a podcast when the uh, brackets come out. But if you had a, to pick like a team, the top ten right now, who's going to get upset first? We got Tennessee, Duke, Virginia, Gonzaga, Michigan, Michigan State, Kentucky, Nevada, North Carolina, Marquette. Which one of those teams gets bounced first? Virginia. <laughs> Virginia all day. Virginia, Marquette. Oof. But I don't buy into Virginia come tournament time. Mm-hmm. I don't buy into their. No, you got you got to score to win, right? Yeah, I know you got to defend, but you got to score to win. They've been getting bumped exactly. Because it all it takes is, you know, one team shooting hot and they're toast. So I don't buy Virginia. You've got to have to me. You've got to have shooters, but you have to have very very good guards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your guard play and nothing about them. They're always the same. Kyle Guy doesn't. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Uh, I, I I think it would be Kentucky. Be that's, yeah, that's it's good. Great day for me when Kentucky gets bounced. That's good. But they always seem to. They don't get lose a good them first draw. Round. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah. No, they don't. I don't know anything about Nevada, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak to them. But we'll know more about them in a month. We we we'll start getting will. into man yes. special championship week. Yes. What we can do is we can have a special edition Monday night episode or Tuesday night episode after the brackets. Okay. Reveal. Okay. And dig in and kind of get our analysis. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All right, and I, I like that. I guess that's all we got. Is there any wild card? Any? I mean, there's no no need in going further. We've. I could rant for ten minutes about nah. how I hate the cold. <laughs> how about that snow day? 
that shut the city of that Atlanta down. vicious. Man, the blizzard. It was, man, it was nice, though. I was on 575, and it was one of the very few times that I was on 575, and in front of me and behind me, I couldn't see anyone. Lovely. It was just empty. It was like Walking Dead. It was just Ghost vacant. Town. Yeah. It's the best state in the And I just smiled. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. I, uh, I actually convinced Megan. So Megan on whatever day that was, Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, she was going to go in from 8 to 12. That's her morning day at Children's. And she was so like 6.45, she wakes up. She's like, I don't know if I should go in. At that point, it was just kind of raining and misting. Right. And so I talked to her. I was like, uh, you really don't know what's going to happen. You don't want to get stuck there. I would just call in for you <laughs> so that we could take naps. I was like, <laughs> talking her out of going. She's like, well, it doesn't look like it'll be bad. Like, you really don't want to risk it. She's like, okay. I was like, all right, let's go sleep. <laughs> uh, afterwards, I felt that. She's like, I could have gone to work. Yeah. yeah like that nap. But I, mean, I wouldn't have yeah, that hour of sleep. Yeah. Man. Is that, a, is that a selfish play, or were you being a team player? 100%, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she benefited from it, too. But she doesn't listen to the podcast, so you don't have anything to worry no, about. No, right? not one bit. I, she couldn't, she wouldn't know how to get a, find a podcast <laughs> if she had to. I mean, as, as a technological knowledge of, like, a 70-year-old woman, she'll admit it. She'll admit it. She doesn't know how to use gifts now. So that's kind of a step in the right direction. Okay. But, um... <laughs> I really feel like I'm living with a senior citizen every time something happens. Can you do this? It's not working. I go over and I, like, it works. She's like, of course, anytime you touch it, it works. I'm like, yeah, that's it. It's my magical the finger. The disease. <laughs> yeah, she's convincing like some uh, guru or wizard. It's interesting because I tell my wife, she's like, well, can you fix this? And I always want to say... Anything electronic or computer or car related or anything related. She's like, can you fix this? What's, what's that sound? What, what's, I was like, I went to school and got a degree in economics. Every time I just feel like telling her that. I have a degree in economics. I don't, how did you, how did you fix that? I don't know. I Googled it. I, that, so the easiest fix, turn it off, turn it back on. Right? That fixes 80% of problems. Yes. Yes. Restart. Yeah. Restart. Are we going to be back next week? Are we going to to discuss Super Bowl or will we... Be determined, I'd say. TBD, yeah. yeah. Good call. Good call. Let's see. Let's see what plays out. Because even if it's a great Super Bowl, we may still have like 15 minutes to talk about it, and, and then we'll be all discussing our wives' technological, <laughs> you know, or lack thereof. Savvy, yeah. So maybe we can get a caller in next week, next couple weeks. Yeah, we could do that. We can. We need to get Alex on soon because, like, this week's the farm. Uh, I mean, the waste management. The farmers was last week. Golf season's actually heating up. And um, so we need to get his thoughts on I'll need to, on something. I need to brush up on my golf so I can ask some pertinent questions to Alex. We get the uh, the Players Championship moved to March this year, so there's an actual big tournament before April. So yeah, it's, it'll be good. Good deal. Is Tiger back? And we get to hear that Tiger is back. Oh my! It's any time is anybody back? Yeah. That's just kind of like no. I can't. Mm. Yeah. Nah. We'll see. To be determined. Yeah. Guys, you all have a great week. Thanks for joining. Once again, we are the Role Players. You can find us on Twitter at the Role Players and the number one. You can find us on SoundCloud or you can find us on iTunes, the Role Players with the blue and silver microphone. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with other imitators or perpetrators. I don't know if there's any of those left. They might be, but 
I haven't checked in a while. So they, I haven't either. I mean, but I, I don't know. Lions don't concern themselves with opinions of sheep. <laughs> we are the role players. I am Arthur Mosley. He is. Our opinions don't matter. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a great week. Bye.